It's Friday, August 20th, and this is Brian with The Morning News. Give us five minutes and we'll give you the headlines you need to know to be in the know. A standoff in Texas over new voting restrictions that gridlocked the state capitol for 38 consecutive days ended Thursday when some Democrats who fled to Washington, D.C. dropped their holdout, paving the way for Republicans to resume pushing an elections overhaul. Many of the proposed changes to Texas voting that Democrats have railed against for months remain in a bill already passed by the state Senate, and Governor Greg Abbott could now sign the legislation in a matter of weeks, if not sooner. Only three Democrats showed up Thursday, meaning the vast majority of the more than 50 Democrats who bolted for the nation's capital in July continued to stay away from the Texas Capitol. Still, House Speaker Dade Phelan said enough were there to achieve a quorum. Republicans are now back on a path to pass new election laws in Texas before the current special session ends on September 5th. Around the world, the Taliban faced new defiance Thursday against their takeover of Afghanistan and dispersed peaceful protesters with deadly force, while the U.S. said more diplomats were arriving in Kabul's airport to clear out the backlog of Afghans and U.S. citizens seeking to flee the country. In the capital and other cities, hundreds of demonstrators came out Thursday championing the red, green, and black flag of the Republic recently ousted by the Taliban. U.S. officials said they were maintaining channels of communications with Taliban leaders in an effort to ease the way for U.S. citizens, Afghan visa holders, and applicants to reach Hamid Karzai International Airport. As many as 6,000 people had been processed and were waiting at the airport Thursday for military flights. Back in the U.S., a man surrendered to law enforcement Thursday about five hours after he drove a black pickup truck onto a sidewalk next to the Library of Congress and told police he had a bomb. The scare drew a massive law enforcement response and prompted the evacuations of nearby offices and homes in the heart of the nation's capital. Police spent hours negotiating with the man who pulled up to the building at about 9.15 a.m. holding what an officer believed to be a detonator Investigators combed the vehicle and found what police described as possible bomb-making materials, but no explosives. Police also found a propane tank in the bed of the pickup that officers determined was safe. The man communicated with officers by holding up handwritten signs through his front driver's side window. He got out of the pickup and surrendered shortly after officers used a robot to hand him a phone to try to speak with him. In other news, Amazon.com Incorporated plans to open several large physical retail locations in the U.S. that will operate akin to department stores, a step to help the tech company extend its reach in sales of clothing, household items, electronics, and other areas. The plan to launch large stores will mark a new expansion for the online shopping pioneer into bricks-and-mortar retail, an area Amazon has long disrupted. People familiar with the plan said some of the first Amazon department stores are expected to be located in Ohio and California. It is unclear what brands Amazon will offer in the stores, although the company's private label goods are expected to feature prominently. And at One Lion Sanctuary in Harrismith, South Africa, visitors do not necessarily go to the zoo, but become the attraction itself. 
GG Conservation, the sanctuary named after founder and photographer Glenn Gariff, places people into plexiglass cages so that they can see and be seen by lions up close in their habitat. Park director Suzanne Scott said safety of both guests and the cats is top priority. The cage is regularly checked by an engineer to ensure it can safely carry the weight should a lion jump on top of it. The experience lasts about 45 minutes with a price tag of about $160. Now you know, and you're ready to go with the morning news. These headlines were brought to you today by Podmeo. Start your podcast easily at podmeo.com, the world's number one podcast hosting. Subscribe to this daily morning brief on Spotify, Apple Podcast, and themorningnews.com.